Today we are getting into a hot topic in both the PKD community and the medical community, and it's ketogenic diets. I want to bust two common myths about ketogenic diets. There is a lot of confusion and misinformation out there about what ketogenic diet therapies are and can do. The terms low-carb and ketogenic are often used interchangeably, including in studies and in research. Know this, they are not the same. While low-carb and keto diets overlap in a few ways, they vary significantly regarding potential health benefits, their macronutrient profiles, and that's just the protein, fat, and carbohydrate makeup of them, and if they are safe for use with impaired kidney function, such as with CKD or PKD. Let's get into those two big myths about ketogenic therapy, but also one truth. First, a quick look at what ketones, ketosis, and a ketogenic diet are. Ketogenic nutrition therapy has been around and used medically for over 100 years. However, the term ketogenic diet, and I have that in parentheses, has become sort of an umbrella term used to describe various eating patterns, not necessarily therapeutic ones. In the most basic terms, a ketogenic diet is one that reduces overall carbohydrates, which then leads to a reduced amount of blood sugar, the blood glucose, available for energy for the body. When there is a reduced supply of that blood glucose available, your body shifts over to using fat for energy and begins making ketones. Ketones, which I like to call energy nuggets, are made in the liver from fat. Being in ketosis is when the body is making ketones and using them as an energy source. Getting into ketosis is a very natural process. The body shifts from using that blood sugar, the blood glucose, that we get from consuming carbohydrates as its primary energy source over to using fat for energy and producing those ketones. Ketosis, simply put, is when ketones are present in the body. And nutritional ketosis begins at a blood ketone level of 0.5 millimoles per liter. One of the most well-known quote-unquote keto diets is the Adkins diet. It was founded in 1972 by Dr. Adkins himself and was promoted primarily for weight loss and weight maintenance. These days, there are many versions of quote-unquote ketogenic diets on the market like Bulletproof, Dirty Keto, and the Carnivore Diet, just to name a few. All of these are designed with one common goal, and that is to reduce carb intake in order to achieve and maintain a certain level of ketosis. Other versions of low-carbohydrate diets utilize some form of carbohydrate restriction and varying protein recommendations. Both these two types are important to look at regarding their overall nutrition balance and to consider the impact of protein intake, especially heavy animal meat, on kidney function and on the progression of PKD. With clients, I always reinforce that ketogenic therapy 
isn't just about taking away carbs and getting into ketosis. It matters what you are including nutrition-wise that is kidney protective and contributes to whole person health. You are more than PKD, and your body is made up of more than kidneys. When making dietary changes, always consider the impact on your kidneys, but not to the detriment of all your other parts. It also matters what the protein burden generated through your diet is on your kidneys. It 100% matters to slow progression and help prevent loss of kidney function. A high protein diet can be both a cause of and a contributor to kidney stress and injury, thus progression of PKD. Now that you have had a quick overview of ketogenic therapy and ketosis, let's take a look at those myths. Myth number one is that keto is a high-protein diet. One of the most common misconceptions about ketogenic therapy is that it's automatically high in protein. A ketogenic diet, if you get your sources according to the media, Pinterest, and even many healthcare professionals, is a low-carbohydrate and a very high-protein diet. However, true ketogenic therapy is a low-carbohydrate, moderate protein, and a high-fat dietary pattern. Now, I'm going to get into some numbers here so you can compare different diets. So, ketogenic diet therapy, developed originally to treat childhood epilepsy, provides one gram of protein per kilogram of body weight a day. To put this in perspective, a high-protein diet represented in research and studies is considered greater than or equal to 1.2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. The standard American dietary pattern averages 1.3 grams of protein per kilogram per body weight per day. That for sure is high protein. Talk about being overnourished with protein and saturated with kidney stressors. Unfortunately, within the kidney community, concern is expressed about ketogenic therapy based on this myth that all keto is high in protein, when in reality, the average American diet is much higher than therapeutic ketogenic treatment. This concern is expressed in the absence of clinical studies to support it. All the while, evidence-based work is showing the exact opposite regarding ketogenic therapy. It's showing that ketones are kidney protective. They're anti-inflammatory. And currently, they're even being studied to see how their impact is on helping acute kidney injury. Now, one question that comes up often around keto is, why are they marketed as high protein? Because they really are. Simple. Animal meat has minimal carbs. It makes following a keto diet easy. It also makes following a meat-based keto, which I refer to as meat keto dangerous for long-term kidney health with PKD. The primary source of kidney stress and stressors in our diet is protein, specifically animal meat protein. High intakes of animal meat protein are associated with greater waste, a more acidic diet, faster progression of kidney disease, 
And yes, kidney stones. And that is why you hear about kidney stones and keto, because those are the high animal meat diets. It is widely accepted and backed up by a plethora of research that a plant-focused dietary pattern is protective of kidney function and helps reduce complications associated with kidney damage and disease. Just where does all this confusion come from? It comes from popular weight loss diets that are based on keto that encourage increased protein intake and a dramatic decrease in carbohydrate intake. An often perpetuated carb limit goal is less than 20 grams per day. This, my friends, will probably create malnutrition. Protein intake in these diets, the media ones, range from 1.2 to 2.3 grams per kilogram weight per day. So yes, these media-generated quote-unquote ketogenic diets are high-protein. The bulletproof version of keto is promoted online as being PKD-friendly. And itself, it averages 1.4 to 1.7 gram per kilogram of body weight per day. This one is also high-protein. All of these are high-protein dietary patterns. And all of these are not kidney-friendly when there is already impaired kidney function or damage All of these are not PKD-friendly, especially in long-term use. So what does the research show? Historically, studies looking at the impact of ketogenic therapy and the kidneys don't actually use therapeutic keto diet. They use either what's called a low-carbohydrate diet or a low-carbohydrate, high-protein diet. These are not the same as ketogenic therapy, but are often considered to be one and the same. Both the low-carb and the low-carb high-protein diets restrict carbs and replace them with protein-rich foods plus fat. Both of these dietary patterns do have high-protein intakes. Research is a bit all over the place regarding a low-carb dietary pattern, primarily because there is no one agreed-upon definition for low-carb and its macronutrient profile. We definitely need to get this cleaned up in our research. Ketogenic nutrition therapy, which uses moderate protein intake, is much more in line with the recommendations for protein intake with PKD. I for sure wouldn't recommend any of these keto diets for PKD or for anyone with kidney issues or concerns. The bigger question is, why are they being used as protocols in studies with everything we know about kidney health? For sure, you can see by now how keto is getting its bad reputation for being protein dominant. Depending on your kidney function and specific needs, the recommended protein intake for PKD varies. A generalized recommendation is 0.8 to 1 grams per kilogram of body weight a day. The type of protein that you're consuming also matters. Eating a lot of protein, especially red and animal meat, Put stress on the kidneys to filter out toxins and waste and to balance the acidic environment that is generated. 
So now we're at myth number two, and that is that you must cut out fruit and limit vegetables. You may have heard that the keto diet involves cutting out all fruit and vegetables. While this is true for some starchy fruits and vegetables, it's not true across the board. Leafy green vegetables like arugula and kale are low in carbohydrates, so you can absolutely enjoy them on a regular basis. However, root vegetables such as potatoes don't really fit within a ketogenic diet lifestyle because they're high in starchy carbs. Ketogenic diet therapy, when tailored to your needs, can be plant-focused and contained a variety of fruits and vegetables and not that heavy protein basis. You absolutely can get into and maintain ketosis with greater than that media purported 20 net carbs. You absolutely can eat berries and vegetables and should include them daily with every single meal. Learning what to include and what to limit is important to support your individual needs and goals. Now we have gotten to the truth of the day and that is that plant-focused ketogenic diet therapy is a safe option for PKD. Plant-focused ketogenic therapy is both kidney-safe and kidney-protective. The average protein intake is 0.8 to 0.9 grams of protein per body weight per day, and this can be adjusted and tailored. And the focus is on a foundation of plant-based protein sources, a variety of fruits, vegetables, and healthy fat. Think olive oil. The antioxidant and anti-inflammatory benefits that come with plant focus not only support less kidney work, but they support overall health. Being nutrient-dense and protein-moderate, plant-focused keto is an overall alkaline dietary pattern and does not promote an acidic environment. This is also another misconception about the ketogenic diet. Just the opposite. Plant focus is base producing and will help maintain the balance in your body and take work off of your kidneys. And by the way, plant focused isn't vegetarian or vegan, just more of a focus on plants. Do you want to see what a plant focused ketogenic diet looks like? You might be surprised at how delicious it is and some of the stuff in it. So make sure to download my free four day menu. The menu and a blog I wrote on this same topic are linked out in the show notes. And for you science and study-minded folks, this is also where you can find references for today's episode. And there's greater than 23 of them. So sit back and dig in. The bottom line I want you to walk away with is that keto can be high in protein when it's done unsafely, but it does not have to be. Also, that ketogenic therapy is an option for PKD. Now, that doesn't mean that it's the best option for everyone. If you want to live a ketogenic lifestyle for PKD, always make sure you are considering the long-term health of your kidneys. A therapeutic ketogenic diet needs to be well-planned and specific to your needs, your individual medical factors, and your likes. You gotta like what you're eating in order to stick with it long-term. To be successful, there are not only dietary modifications, but also lifestyle changes to incorporate. 
support and guidance with this process are invaluable. That is what I have found from practicing it for several years within the PKD community. And of course, when you are considering starting a new therapy or diet, make sure to discuss this with your doctor, healthcare team, and dietitian. Now I know you're thinking, where can I learn more? When I, where can I get help? Where can I work out if ketogenic diet therapy is something that would benefit me? Linked out in the show notes is where you can find and work with a plant-focused ketogenic practitioner, one that knows the kidneys and also knows PKD. There you will find the PKD dietitian, moi, of course. You'll also find the Kidney Nutrition Institute, where you can join a community specifically for PKD and also work one-on-one with some of the best expert dietitians in the field. Also check out Santa Barbara Nutrients, linked out is their practitioner page. And last but not least is the Renew program. And if you haven't heard of that, it's a 12-week plant-focused ketogenic diet program specifically for PKD. It's a wonderful program, a wonderful community. So go check that out. It's actually currently enrolling and starting a new group in January. If you have any questions, reach out to me, the PKD Dietitian, and as always, happy eating and thanks for listening.